So many words for money out there. Yeah, yeah, we got cash, currency, dough, coinage, loot, moolah, green, tender, capital, greenbacks, bankroll, bills, bread, coin, income, scratch, and bacon, just to name a few. Hey, I heard this doctor talk about how bacon is actually healthy for you. He sounded like he knew what he was talking about, and more than that, he wore glasses and spoke in front of a library of books. Yeah, you speak in front of a library of books, you must be smart, right? Just like a politician speaking in front of a flag all the time. I find that very annoying. That flag does not legitimize you. No, it doesn't. They use it as a prop. How about setting a huge dunce hat on a chair behind you? That would be more accurate. Anyway, back to money. That's exactly what we're going to talk about today. And to do that, I have my yearly guest with me, a very knowledgeable CPA who does taxes for business and individuals. Lee Marandino. Hey, man, what's happening? Not much, Bob. How you doing? It's good to be here again. Thanks for inviting me. What is this, your third or fourth time? Third. Wow. You're like a pro. Are you nervous or no? Not nearly as much as I was the first time. Yeah, you were shaking like a leaf, as I recall. You yeah, barely you, got words out. Yeah, that time was a little uh, little rough, but uh, yeah, definitely I feel better this time. Nah, you were, you were great all three appearances. <clears throat> Let me ask you right off the bat, when you do taxes for people, who's more of a penny pincher, the wealthy or the poorer people on the scale? Who stresses more? Well, I will say that the seems like that the people that are uh, wealthier uh, seem to uh, be more concerned about it than than us uh, regular folks that are more, I guess, in the middle. But why is that? You told me they 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 didn't they don't have to make another penny the rest of their lives and they would be just fine. But yet they're the ones at the grocery stores with the coupons, like it's a matter of life and death. I mean, I think that they worked hard for their money and they got to where they are. And so they maybe value it a little more than the rest of us. And that's how they got rich, by worrying about every nickel. And uh, a lot of them have their own businesses and they invest their whole life or a lot of their life into growing that business. And so that's, you know, they reap the rewards of it. And so they're you know, maybe a little more concerned about it than, than the rest of us that just, uh, you know, have regular jobs. And speaking of private businesses and taxes and so forth, what's with this government willing to give companies thousands of dollars per employee? What's that all about? They actually called me a couple times. I don't have any employees. I'm a sole proprietor, as you know. But what's with that? They're so generous all of a sudden? Well, that's still, uh, I guess, one of the few remaining uh, programs that is left from from the pandemic was the is the a tax credit that the government's offering if you kept your uh, employees on payroll when you know during the lockdowns and so they've extended that uh past you know now since the pandemic is over and uh but you have a lot of uh, companies out there advertising which everybody's heard that are uh you know preying on businesses that uh, may not even be eligible i've i've seen a couple of cases uh firsthand that businesses that uh w- applied for the credit and then they were not eligible but these companies uh they they're looking to make money they really don't care if the so they try to fraud just to get the money what is it five six grand an employee no it's up to actually up to twenty six thousand. where's that money coming from is that the government taxpayer again it's a red flag when they all of a sudden are so generous trying to help out people well what i've recommended uh, on my actually on my business uh blog is that everybody should talk to if they have a CPA like me or, or whoever they use to uh, make sure that they're eligible before they would apply for the credit because these companies that you're hearing on the uh, radio or TV they're just interested in um, you know cashing in on applying for the credit and and then what's going to happen is they uh, what I've seen is they uh, have the business sign a waiver of liability so then if the IRS comes ah. and audits them 
they're well, you know, they're, they're ripoff. They're ripoff artists, well, is well, what they are. I mean, some of them are. You know, not uh, some of them are. No, I think but... all of them are. <laughs> okay, some of them. All right. I got to be fair. When will there be no more paper currency in lieu of a digital currency that our government has total access of? When's that coming around the mountain? Well, it seems like they're trying to go that direction. I mean, little by little, a lot more businesses are going cashless and and uh, tr- seems like uh, trying to you know, eliminate you know, paying cash for things. But then digital currency is, well, I mean, it's, a lot of people are, uh, some people are starting to get into that, but then like a lot of people like myself are, find it really hard to understand. And, and uh, I guess until it gets more widespread uh, knowledge, I mean, it's probably going to take a while. We almost have no currency now. Everything is credit card, including Burger King and McDonald's. If you pay two bucks for a pack of gum, what are you going to do? You use the credit card. Everything is the credit card nowadays. Well, I guess one I've heard firsthand from somebody is like you know the uh, uh, Iron Pigs, your baseball team. They went cashless um, after the they returned after the pandemic, and what uh, someone the fake the, pandemic, you mean? Well, yeah, but what uh, someone on the inside told me is that okay, like um, that they got to eliminate their. Uh, I guess their security company then, because you know now they don't need someone to make bank deposits uh, regularly anymore. Because so I guess that's you know a benefit that they're seeing. And uh, but you no, know, to me still you know cash is king until uh, someone tells me otherwise. Now with this digital currency, the people that control it, whether it's the Federal Reserve or the central bank or the government or whoever is deemed with that responsibility, they have the ability to turn on and off like a water spigot, the money coming in and out of your account. Like China, if you have a bad social credit score, if you, uh, if you do something not in line with the government's agenda, they can cut off your account. And, and and cut you away from your own money in in your own bank it, with a with a flick of a switch and they do that don't you think that might come here I would say anything's possible at this point if you control the money then you control everything about a person yeah I mean money is a uh, freedom I mean uh, that's for sure I mean the more money you have uh, is you know, the more uh, power that you have and I guess that goes back to the people what you mentioned at the beginning, the people that, that are wealthier. That's why they're so concerned about their money. But that's one of the main uh, scared uh, things coming down the pike as far as the conspiracy theorists go. And it, it doesn't have to be. I, I don't know why I even use that title. But if they control your money, then you're like a slave. If you get out of line, you will be punished. But if you go along with the game and, and, and go along with the program, then they can give you a universal income and, and, and make deposits in your account. But at the same time, they can suck it dry anytime they want. I don't like that. Yeah, no, it's kind of scary. And that leaves us in a vulnerable, vulnerable position to say the least, don't you think? Yeah, that, that's scary. And also another thing that's scary more recently is you know the problem we're seeing with some of these banks that are that are collapsing, like, uh, what's up with that? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, and I will. But in the meantime, why don't you give people your phone number or how they can get a hold of you? This is Lee Marandino, Tax Services. How can they get a hold of you? Okay, uh, well, you can reach me uh, by phone. My uh, phone number is uh, 610-559-5106, or you know, please uh, shoot me an email. My email address is leemarandinocpa at gmail.com. And if you have any questions today, feel free to give them a buzz at 610-720-7900. Welcome to Don't Bring Up God with Robert as your cordial, sensitive, and delicate as a pink petal host. Fear not, as he is a common, always collected gentleman who's careful not to step on anybody's toes. He is soft-spoken and on the shy side. He is, he is, hey, wait a minute, this ain't right, I'm describing Mary Poppins here. Robert is pretty much the opposite of all that. Common collected? How about wired and deranged? Well, maybe not deranged, let's just say he lives in the same neighborhood. Regardless, Robert is the host of Don't Bring Up God, airing every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB 790 AM. 
Give them a call at 610-720-7900. And hey, this little chat is just between you and me, right? That's 610-720-7900. I have Lee Marandino here. He has tax services available for companies and individuals. If you have any questions, you can call at 610-720-7900. Get some radio advice, free radio advice from Lee. You're happy to do that, aren't you? Sure. If I could answer it, I'd be happy to help. Now, the American dollar is being used less and less in world in the world economy, especially in Russia and in China. Isn't that a huge blow to the value and worth of the dollar, it's on the verge of collapse, isn't it? It it appears appears that way, but that's some you know something that uh, people smarter than me would uh, be able to give a better answer. Now, three weeks ago, the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, came out with the Universal Monetary Unit, which is called the Unicorn. Did you hear about this thing? No, I didn't. It's a little crazy. I mean, when it happened, nobody was really paying attention because they were concentrating on that Budweiser nonsense with that trans guy, whoever that was. You yeah, know, I, well, I have to admit, I have to I, some catching up to do. Like we were talking about the banks uh, uh, a few minutes ago, and and uh, so you know, during during uh, tax time, I'm so busy that I kind of like uh, lose uh, sight of some things, which in some cases is a good thing because a lot of the craziness that's going on. But then uh, you know, once I get through tax time, then I start catching up on uh, some of these, uh, you know, some of these world events. But this is how government always works, though. They distract you away from what is really going on, what's really important, as they entertain you by feeding us titillating stupidity, and we fall it all. We fall for it all the time. With the Budweiser, did you? I didn't even see that commercial. Have you seen that? I, I didn't see it, but they prey on people's emotions all the time. And then, yeah, like you said, they the stuff that's really important, uh, you know, they slip through without a lot of people noticing. And they lost like $6 billion because people were protesting by not buying their beer. Apparently. I mean, I, I don't know why anybody would buy Bud Light anyway. The beer is terrible, but that's just, <laughs> my, that's just my opinion. And this unicorn thing that the International Monetary Fund came out with, this mo- new monetary unit that most people didn't even hear of, um, they have a picture of a unicorn on this coin thing. How creative. It is the, it is the uh, International Central Bank digital currency, this unicorn. E- everything's universal nowadays, Lee. You, you notice that? A universal government. They want currency, religion. It just never ends. Yeah, that um, seems seems to be the, uh, the philosophy that a lot of things are going and a lot of people are buying into how are they going to get a universal religion when you got buddhism and and hinduism and uh islam and judaism and christianity and all these different religions how are you going to mix and match and put it all in a basket and come out with one universal religion that everybody's okay with well how's that even possible i don't think that's possible but then you have the you know it seems like growing segment of the population that would rather have no religion at all yeah that's true but this one world everything, as soon there's going to be a one world haircut where everyone in the world has to have the same haircut, men and women. Uh, otherwise, they cut off all your hair and you become bald. Do you ever hear of that one? That's the newest co- thing coming out. Oh, no, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean that, that's some of us that's happening naturally. But uh. Yeah. We're constantly being manipulated and controlled by this new world order, as I see it. A bunch of billionaire psychopaths trying to rule the country and, and the world. And, and you you know about that uh, Klaus Schwab and that World Economic Forum and the things they espouse and talk about. It's a little bit frightening, isn't it? Yeah, it's, seeing some clips of uh, the conference they had some weeks ago, was some of the things that came out of there are kind of crazy. You can't even believe some of the things they say. Yeah, it just seems like a totally different world. Like his sidekick? What's his sidekick's name? I forget his name. What was that? It's like I'm whispering or something. But but yeah, they the things they come out with, like making claim that the things that used to be divine providence and divine power and control, we now can do, like control the weather and control life and death and control sickness and illness and 
it just never ends. But the thing that's scary is that we have some, you know, well-respected people in our country that are part of that group. I think they all are, it seems to me. They, they might be, but uh, certain, you know, certain people like, right, that we all know a common names went to those conferences. But throughout history, governments were always trying to rule the world. I mean, there, there's been so many kingdoms come and go throughout the, the world and just and they're all evil rulers and dictators, as I said. And usually they never last. I mean, whether it's uh, 50 years, 100 years, a couple hundred years. They always, they always have an expiration date. Even in that story, the, the Tower of Babel in the Bible, you know, they, they wanted to make a one community strength, and God had no, he, had, he, he wanted nothing to do with it and mm-hmm. destroyed it. Are you familiar with the Babel thing? I, I don't know the, the detail of the story, but I, you know, I'm a little familiar. Yeah, it's like a one world order back then, and God broke it up, and it's going to happen again here, where it's going to eventually break up. Whether we have to wait till Jesus comes back a second time, but you think they're going to succeed in their dastardly deeds, like Doctor Evil? You know, it's never succeeded, like you said before. Before, it's never succeeded for any length of time. But uh, uh, it just uh, the way things are going now, it's like uh, you, you makes you wonder. Hey, what happened to the banks that went under a couple weeks ago? What's going on there? I mean, from what I've read in the case of a couple of the banks, it was just, uh, I guess, uh, bad investments and then, I guess, a lot of, uh, you know, uninsured deposits, you know, over the the government-insured limits and they just uh, mismanaged the uh, finances of the banks and they went under. They went under. Now, the government didn't bail them out this time? They just disintegrated. I guess there were three chains of banks that went under. I, yeah, I think that's correct. Again, that, was, that happened like during the height of my busy season. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't paying as much attention as I maybe should have or could have. You had your head in, like an ostrich in the sand of your books and numbers and charts. Yeah, like um, you know, but during the uh, period of February to the middle of April, uh, yeah, you're definitely your life is kind of just uh, you know, distracted. Will banks be a thing of, a pa- of the past one day or no? Maybe banks as we know it now might be. I mean, it might be banks like you know, a lot of, uh, I guess, there's a lot more online banks now and that are operating and you know, maybe it's going to go that direction and there won't be as many, uh, I guess, uh, you know, brick and mortar banks. I've heard, of this, I heard this thing called bail-in. Apparently it happened in Lebanon and Cyprus where a bank can legally take your deposits and bail themselves out of bankruptcy or whatever other problems they may be having. Well, that's insane. What yeah. gives them the right? But apparently it's legal for them to do that. Yeah, that that's I've never heard of that, but that's, that's kind of crazy. Too. I mean, if I get over my head with my credit cards, is there anyone going to bail me out? Of course not. Just somebody ready to take my house away. Well, I mean, if there's a politician out there looking to buy votes, they'll like yeah, come up with any come up with any uh, uh, freebie to try to get them. Yeah, but it, it did I did I go off on a tangent there a little bit? Or? We're all going to end up in the gutter, including myself. Maybe I'll be next to you one day. Is that going to happen? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> Anything you'd like to bring up that's on your mind that's pertinent to the common taxpayer of today? Something new coming down the pike that we should know about? Any changes of, of any kind in in taxes? I guess the only thing I've tried to think of a couple of things that came up a lot in uh, this just ended tax season. Uh, one which you actually brought up was the you know the uh, twenty six thousand dollar per employee uh, tax credit uh, for businesses that some businesses were eligible for. Uh, another thing that I've brought up was because people you know are asking about you know deductions and things like that is that um, in twenty twenty five if nothing is done in Congress, which they don't do too much anyway. But the um, tax laws that were passed when uh, President Trump was in office expire and need to be renewed. So if, uh, depending on who controls the government at that time, the tax laws could either continue as they are or they can go back to the way that they were you know, before then. So that, that um, actually is a mixed bag. Some people will be happy with that and some people won't be. And these banks that supposedly went under, I just got a text 
from a mystery texter, and she said that they were bailed out using whether using the people's money or the government's money or tax money, one way or the other. Were they bailed out? I thought they went under. I mean, that was the whole big thing with the uh, financial crisis of uh, 2008 was that the, the big uproar was with the banks. I'd have to do you know, do my research about this most recent um, recent uh, problem. Yeah, something funny going on regardless. Any uh, political current events that you would like to tackle involving our government controlling schools or media or corporations? How much time do we have? Yeah. Where would you like to begin? Um I guess I don't know, maybe I'll begin with uh, I guess what happened this past week uh, with uh, uh, Tucker Carlson getting uh, getting fired from Fox News, which was kind of interesting because uh, you know I guess to me it seems like the uh, narrative with the media is that you know it's been uh, more about profits and less about reporting objective news, but then Fox News you know that uh, Tucker Carlson apparently is their you know biggest. Uh, Money maker, and now he's uh, he's out. Why would they get rid of him? I think they claim that he uh, he quit. Even I heard that report too. That they didn't fire him. They, they he just walked away on his own. Well, what I heard was that on Monday morning they were actually working. His team was working on that night show, and then I guess someone came in and broke up the meeting and said uh, that he was gone. So that's how. Uh, but apparently the decision was made before then. But, um, but So who's left on that station that you can really trust? Uh, Hannity, I'm not too crazy about him. He only goes so far. Well, I guess he's the most watched one, but Hannity tends to kind of say a lot of the same things over and doesn't... Uh, Especially on his radio show. Yep. Ah, oh, they all do that. Ingram's pretty good. Yeah, usually we don't stay up that late, but <laughs> but yeah, she, she she's good. She's a little more... Uh, um, Provocative, I guess you'd say. And the station lost huge amounts of ratings right off the bat uh, the day after everybody knew he was gone. They did. but they, um, And actually, they don't care. I don't think they care. They'll do whatever they please. Well, actually, it's just a big game anyway. Both stations, CNN and Fox. I don't trust any of them. Well, actually, if you follow, uh, I guess, your know, ratings since the, you know, since the presidential election, how much cable news uh, ratings have dropped uh, since then. So this... This is uh, probably another immediate uh, impact, at, at least anyway, for Fox. But uh, but you know the cable news uh, you know networks have been you know there's a lot more uh, resources out there now for people to you know to to check out. So Tucker's going to come back in one way or another, right? He'll 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 have a podcast or some type of internet show for sure. I mean that's that's worked out well for some other uh, other you know talk news pe- people or talk radio <clears throat> excuse me people that uh. I guess had fallings out with their networks. <laughs> I, I heard he might collaborate with Alex Jones in some way. Yeah, who's your go-to guy in 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 reporting and radio? I mean, me. I, I tend to go first. Uh, I I like uh, Bill O'Reilly's uh, No Spin News podcasts. I find them to be really informative, and and since I you know, read other sources too, uh, he he uh, comes up with things on his show that uh, I have not. heard. Uh, you know, often have not uh, seen or read anywhere else, uh, and and it's certainly not what the you know a lot of the mainstream media is talking about. So because all these newscaster places, they all chirp the same nonsense, and they get all their stories, I believe, still from the Associated Press, which is controlled by the Rothschilds. So somebody's creating all these stories, telling us what we need to know and what we need not know. But who? But where's the source of all this coming from? Because the the anchors they sound like parrots saying the same things, even the same words, even the politicians that we talked about earlier. What do you do with that? I think I, I always say to people that you know just to just to do uh, and it's you know and it takes time to do your own homework and and not just uh, a lot of people sadly because people are busy they they think okay they watch the. Uh, nightly news and they think that they're you know informed on what's going on and, and you know and a lot of these uh, sources are just telling people what they feel that they need to know and, and not you know really what's happening yeah i think we should read more of god's news instead of the world news i think we'd all be better off well that that's always good news so that's, that's yes that's it is anyone that has any questions for lee merendino about money in any way call 610-720-7900 I don't want to brag, 
But yes, I am god of this world. I call the shots to give everybody instant satisfaction and pleasure. Never mind how temporary it may be. I would like to give out an award today. An Oscar, if you will. A Beelzebub for best liar with a straight face. Destroying others while building up yourself. Having delusions of godhood. Destroying the United States. And for pretending to lead with a clear defective brain. The nominees are Dr. Grouchy, Bill Hates, Klaus Slob, George Moros, and Joe Hyden. And the winner is... There must be some mistake. It says all of the above. This decision cannot stand. If nobody wants this Beelzebub award, then I'll accept it. Since I motivate all wicked evildoers to do what they do. I'd like to thank the Academy, my demons and fallen angels. I'd like to thank my... We got a call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? This is Steven. What's up? Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to uh, get your guest take on something. Sure. Um, I hear this ad for home title theft and home title loss. And being a realtor, I'm pretty familiar with how these things go. And in the state of Pennsylvania, you can't steal anyone's title online because they don't exist online. All real estate transactions have to be done in ink, on paper, in the presence of a currently licensed notary public. So home title theft is a myth, and home title lock is a scam. I would just like your guest's uh, opinion. Uh, all I could say about that, I have heard those advertisements myself, and uh, that companies are out there to make money, and they uh, will advertise things like, I guess, what you pointed out, and like what we talked about earlier on the show about the uh, the tax credits, and it's up to the uh, consumer to do their own homework before... Uh, you know, purchasing something. Okay, so you really haven't investigated this one way or the other. I haven't. No, I've heard the ads, and uh, uh, you know, I guess it's, I guess, probably an extension of like you know the LifeLock. It's just another way for companies to, I guess, to make money. And and uh, as far as the you know the rules, uh, as you just pointed out, you know, being a realtor, you're you're probably more experienced in the area than me. So I I couldn't uh, say any more than that. Okay, I just. For the you know, for everybody's just um, trying to spread the common good here. Everybody look into it because it's a scam, and it's 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 not pen, it's not possible in Pennsylvania anyway. What what isn't a scam anymore? I mean, everyone's everyone's a crook out to scam all of us and play us. Don't you yeah. think? I I would say that um, you know that old expression. Um, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Right. Well, there's a reason that old expressions are old, because they've been around a long time, because they usually hold up. Crazy. Anything else? No, uh, right, well, no just uh, God bless. Well, I appreciate you bringing that up, because uh, that's something now that, you, since you brought it up, I'm going to look into it a little further. Uh, I, I wish you would. Uh, spread the, spread the you know, common, common sense for the common good. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. Have a good day. Hey, have you ever noticed commercials that corporations run on television? They always incorporate woke concepts. Many times they do. The commercials have people wearing masks in the past. They have computerized people like they have in virtual reality or in the metaverse stuff that they are trying to sell. And they have transvestite and trans people selling their products in these commercials. There's a definite partnership of government and corporation, which is 
which is fascism, correct? That's not what we're supposed to be about. They work hand in hand. It, it appears that way. I mean, it's certainly not the way it's supposed to be, but corporations uh, have to appear to be uh, trendy with their consumers, and so that's why they adopt these, uh, these methods. Trendy? They're just obnoxious. Well, I guess, you know, I guess I was being generous. And if they don't play ball with the government and the powers that be, they'll pay a price one way or the other. They're, they're, they can maneuver to crush corporations if they have to with rules and regulations. They could. They could, and they do. I mean, the Budweiser trans person thing is a perfect example of what we're talking about. And like the powers that be didn't see the people's response coming, where the company lost $6 billion because people protested by not buying the beer. I got news for you. They anticipated that response. It didn't take them by surprise. I don't believe that it did. I think that they recognize that a lot of uh, Americans have short-term memory, and then so they could get away with it short-term, and it's a a short-term hit, but then after a while, you know, it goes away, just like kind of like with what's going on with with Disney now. You know, Disney, you know, uh, has... I guess adopted a lot of woke policies, but they know that like uh, there's a lot of uh, families with young children and that are going to want to go to Disney, and so they, uh, you know, like it's a short-term bad you know PR for them, but then long-term, you know, they're okay. And if the government and corporations really do intend to destroy this country, what better way to do it than to destroy a huge beer distributor? They, 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 there'd be so many jobs lost, not to mention the sponsorship of sporting events. There would be a chain reaction, domino effect, to further break the United States into a third world country. That's what I'm thinking. Well, the more uh, people that they can get on dependent on the government, then the better, you know, better they can control us. And, you know, that's, that's kind of, I think, where you're going with There's that. always a nefarious reason behind everything, an ulterior motive. What you see on face value isn't what's going on. But people believe what they see and they don't question well, today, you know, people believe what they want to believe, not necessarily what they see. So I hear you're going to vote for Biden this time because you're so happy with his performance these last couple of years. Is that truly? No, I would, I would definitely uh, have to be, I guess, more uh, uh, in his mental state to actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> What's his best and worst quality? I guess his best quality is his able to able to fool um i guess the well now i guess it's supposedly around 40 percent of the country to continue to support him right and his worst quality his worst quality is like everything, everything else everything else. <laughs> everything else about him i mean he's i'm old enough to remember jimmy carter i mean i was young then so i don't wasn't that you know paying attention to politics but uh he, it's, since i've been an adult it without a doubt he's the, the worst president we've had and will they ever nail his son He's always in the back wing somehow. I, I actually thought, I mean, maybe you know, it still might work out that way. I actually thought that uh, that they, he would be uh, kind of uh, coerced or convinced to not run for re-election, and then everything regarding his family would go just go away. But, uh, but so far he's announced he's running, so I guess that's not happening. And there's a lot of skeletons in, in Biden's closet. I mean, he's a skeleton himself, really. But, I mean, there is, and it just seems that he's just got a lot of friends that are you know, covering up for him. Yeah, friends. We got a call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? It's Paul. Good what? morning, Lee, Rob. How you guys doing? Good. What's Hi. up? All right. Listen, I, I say money talks, and, and money equals power and control at the de- detriment of our great country. You know... Um, how is it that our government keeps spending and giving away all of our tax money and resources without concerns of running out of money? We, they keep raising everything, and, which means they raise our taxes and stuff like that. It, it's crazy. You know, and I think we're living in a depraved and indifferent, indifferent society where we see things going on and we do absolutely nothing about it. And I think God's going to hold us accountable for that. I don't know. What do you think? As far as the tax money is concerned, we should tell them how to spend it. They do as they please. Yeah, I mean, just like right. uh, uh, one thing that's been you know in the news constantly, you know, it is uh, and something that's passionate to me during because of my time working uh, with uh, public education is uh, is you know the what's going on in our schools now, and 
which is you know money coming from the government. I mean, I think that one wouldn't be maybe necessarily the main or the only solution, but be to diverting money directly to the families to uh, do what they want to do with their child's education and not be subject to these government-run schools, which uh, we've seen some of the stuff that's happening there. Exactly. Everybody's being bribed in one way or another. Business, individual, governments, politicians, media people, you you name it. Everybody's on the take. Except me, you, except me, you, and Paul. Right, Paul? Just about, yeah. Yeah, you got that one. Hey, you know what? The the other thing is, too, uh, um, we have another election coming up, and there's so few people that get involved in it and go out and vote. And we have some great, great school candidates that can change things, that can turn things around. Because all government starts locally, but we have to just get out of our comfort zone, do your homework, and find out who the candidates are. You know, we, we've got horrible things going on there with the, this woke, the, the lack of morality, integrity. There's no common sense anymore. But everybody's too busy to get involved. Get out there and vote. Find out who the good, peop- good candidates are. These are, our, these are our kids that God entrusted us with, and our grandkids. What are we doing? And you're right. Point? And you're right. It starts yeah. with the school board voting all the way up to the presidential voting. Yeah, no, they, but the school elections, you know, they don't get the, the coverage, and yeah, you have to go out of your way to pay attention. And so a lot of people, like you said, are too busy or, or too disinterested to, uh, to do that. Well, it will change one day. Exactly. Kids first, no matter what. Thanks for the call. Mm -hmm. We got another call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? This is Stu. What's up, Stu? What do you got for Lee? Well, Lee, I'm wondering if the uh, public has ever sued the IRS. If the public's ever sued the IRS? Is that possible? I don't think it's legal, but uh, uh, I'd, I, it'd be uh, interesting for someone to give it a try. Why isn't it legal? It should be. They're, they're an entity that should be held accountable. Yeah, they should be, but uh, I, I don't think a government any um, they're exempt suits against government agencies. Is yeah. Ever, yeah I, what do you know about that, Stu? Well, I don't, but my comment is, is uh, there was a movie put out by Aaron Russo several years ago. It's called Freedom to Fascism, but Aaron Russo goes down to Washington, D.C., and he takes his film crew because he, he made movies and was a film producer, he was a business owner, a very astute person, and uh, he goes to the IRS and asks them questions. And one of the questions was on, I believe, the 16th Amendment, whether it was fully ratified or not. And he had Commissioner Cohen up against the wall, squeezing his little IRS nuts. Where, uh, Cohen got a little upset and uh, said something to uh, Aaron Russo in Yiddish. Uh, and Aaron was Jewish, so he understood what he was saying. But it seemed to me uh, someone could surmise that that was a threat. And uh, the way I take it is, is uh, you have different types of taxes, a portion and not a portion, and uh, you have to pay on a certain one of those, which is more or less investing, where you're making money off of investing. It's not your sweat and labor. Um, and the other one is your sweat and labor. It's an agreement between your employee and your your boss and the government. Uh, thugs have no entitlement to it. So I'm wondering why the public has not sued the government, the politicians that are in there uh, monkeying around, wasting the public's money and time, and also the IRS uh, just sue them. I like that I idea. Like, let's get a class action suit together. You know, every now and then um, they, the, the IRS gets pulled into congressional meetings and so forth. Man, I don't trust them either. I, I uh, think instead of being on the defense, let's go on offense. Yes. And let's go up in the middle of the night, kick their door in, drag them out of bed, and say, look, uh, sonny boy, you work for me, and now we're going to give you a lesson out by the woodshed. Class action suit. I don't care about your, your bellovious uh, threats. 
I'm all for it. Clash action, class action suit. Uh, let's find a lawyer immediately. We got Lee Marandino. If you have any questions about money and taxes, you can call at 610-720-7900. We got a call. Who's this? Hello? Good hey, morning. It's Joe. Go ahead. What do you got for Lee? Yeah, you guys, you guys covered a lot of the um, monetary stuff and the digital currency and all that. Well, basically, I'll summarize it this way. Um, it's it's, it's uh, Bible prophecy happening literally right before our eyes. But one thing you asked, Robert, you said, how are all these false religions going to unite into like a one-world um, religion? Well, if you think about it, Satan is the one who started it all. So he has a, a plan to unite them all. Um, so, and we see that in Revelation 13, you know, the mark of the beast it talks about. And that's tied in with the digital currency because it says the mark of the beast will not only be for worship of, of Satan and the beast, false prophet, the Antichrist, but it's also to buy and sell, to, to be able to live. Yeah, there's some definite um, connection there according to Revelation. It seems clear. Yeah. And then Revelation 17, now here's the thing, it's only one verse, Revelation 17, like 16, 17, 18, it talks about the false church, the harlot, mystery Babylon, you know, again, that's started by Satan, I believe that's the Catholic Church, and probably Islam is going to join it, um, and all the false religions, but there comes a point where it says the ten horns, equivalent to the government, will actually attack the false church. And then, you know, that's going to unite everyone to even further worship a, a one-world religion uh, headed by Satan. Yeah, we're all going to so be just, tested one way or the other if we really do believe in Jesus Christ or we don't. And there's no getting around yeah. it. Thanks for the call. Got to go. I, Thank you. So, Lee, is Trump still the guy? From polls and showing it appears that he is, um, I certainly have my doubts about uh whether he should be the guy, but uh, I've gotten into trouble with some of my friends about that. Who's going to be his vice president? Because I never like Pence. I don't trust him. He talks like a robot, way too rigid. He reminds me of Jaime on Get Smart. Who's going to be his vice president? I don't know, because uh, Trump is so, sorry folks, he's so toxic that anybody who is going to run with him, you know, is going to, uh, you know, risk their uh, political future by doing that. I mean, not that Mike Pence was going to be president anyway, but, you know, I mean, my, I think Mike Pence is a you know, decent person, but, you know, he probably has no future in politics anymore after being Trump's vice president. Yeah, I don't trust him either. And Stormy Daniels, her career must have taken another jump since Trump got arrested, right? Oh, I haven't heard anything, but then uh, you would think it would. Isn't she a little too old for porno stripping and prostitution? Well, that happened a while ago, this alleged yeah, incident with her. Yeah, but she's still working in some capacity, isn't she? I don't think she was a prostitute, but the other things. I, yeah, you're, not, not, you're not up on Stormy? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I've, I've, I've heard about it, but as far as her, uh, her current, uh, current career, I'm not up on that. <laughs> you know how Trump sells the rights for his Trump name? He slaps it up on buildings if they pay a fee. Why can't Stormy slap her name, Stormy Daniels, on younger girls who want to perform as she does, willing to pay the fee for her name. For those who might want to take the mantle from her and run with it in the future, because she's getting too old. It's time to franchise, don't you think? Well, anybody who would be associated with her would would definitely get some uh, name recognition. Hey, we got a call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? Oh, okay, I don't want It's Ian from... Uh... Returning from Arizona to the great state of Pennsylvania, one of the first things I did today was tune into your show because I think it's one of the best shows around. It's funny and it's outrageous and it makes me happy to listen to your voice. Oh, thank you. How did you hear of us living out in a different state? I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm back in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, okay. For the uh, summer, I go south for the winter. Oh, I see. All right. Well, thank you. I hope you're spreading the word on us. Oh, yeah. I just posted on Facebook. Very nice. Like Do you have any questions for Lee, the tax guy? No, I don't pay tax. I'm retired. Oh, okay. 
collecting Social Security? <laughs> well, Pennsylvania, I always tell people Pennsylvania is a is a good state to retire in. Uh, most uh, retirement income is not taxed. Um, but uh, well, not not wishing this on anybody. If it's not the best state to pass away in because it has inheritance tax, but uh, hopefully uh, you know people don't have to worry about that. I love plus I love giant food store. Last year I got four hundred free gallons of gas from the giant food store bonus points. True story. Oh, that's a good thing. All right, thanks for the call yeah. and thanks for being a loyal listener. Oh yeah, Robert. It's enjoyable. All right. Thank you. Sorry. You take care. If, if Robert, I guess I guess on the uh, earlier caller before the uh, the last uh, break, uh, what I was going to say would be like the way to uh, diminish the power of the IRS is to elect politicians that uh, that support a flat tax or fair tax. I know that people would say I would be like you know shooting myself in the foot by promoting that, but for obvious reasons. But I think that there's a lot of uh, good that could come out of that, and uh, you know that area sh- could be uh, explored uh, more. Doesn't the tax system have to be revamped? I mean, when when was it given? When when was the last time it was given a good overhaul? Well, I guess uh, when Trump was president, you know, there were a lot of changes, you know, to the tax law, you know, back then. And then they were changed back. Well, yeah, right now it's still the same. Yeah, like I guess I said earlier, in twenty twenty five, it reverts back to the way it was before before Trump. But but uh, even then, uh, there's still a lot of room for improvement. And and you know, the reason that uh, I always you know, tell people in conversation that the reason that it's not overhauled as much as it is because there's a lot of uh, powerful people and groups out there that uh, benefit from the current system. I believe the IRS was created in 1913, the same year that the Federal Reserve was created and, and substantiated. Uh, very uh, suspicious. Uh, I think the IRS is their, is, their, is their guy to do the dirty work and... and I don't like that connection. No, either either organization. Oh, and uh, I guess I just read this week about how uh, you know, I mean, that the IRS so far, you know, I mean, it's been well publicized about the uh, the amount of funding that's been allowed for more, you know, to beef up the IRS. And what I read was so far they've hired about ten thousand new agents, and uh, and they said that you know a lot of those agents are going to be uh, uh, in the enforcement division. So carrying prob- guns. Uh, well, I did read that also, but uh, so it probably makes a. Uh, uh, jobs for people like myself a lot more difficult in the near future. Uh, they're a pain in the you-know-what. Hey, how about this uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., who's going to run for the Democratic ticket against your your buddy Biden? What, what What's your assessment on Robert J- Robert Kennedy Jr.? You know, actually, uh, by accident, I caught an interview with him uh, last week, and, you know, I, I, like, actually was impressed by some of the things that he said. I mean, uh, he's not someone that I could vote for, but, but he carried himself really well in the interview. And for me, like I, I said that um, to my wife when we were watching it, I said that like, I think that the people that vote Democrat should take a look at him because he supports a lot of the uh, positions that, you know, that the current Democrats do, but then, you know, he doesn't have the uh, cognitive, uh, you know, decline that our current president have has. And, uh, um, you know, and he, and I guess in one thing to his favor, he has name recognition. So, and I trust him. He has the book on that Fauci guy from start to finish. He knows the bio on him and how devious he's been all all his life. I, you should listen about to him about Fauci. Yeah, I, mean, I know he's you know, been very public about you know the you know against the, the vaccine and uh, and yeah, like I, I said after watching that, I said, wow, you know, he definitely I think makes an interesting candidate and uh, you know maybe uh, you know maybe Biden will have to be on his game if if he if he has a game. <laughs> hey, we got a call. Who's this? Steven. What's up? Hey, just a quick watching too. Nancy Pelosi's new economic theory, basically to spend as much money as possible. This goes beyond Keynes. I'm an Austrian school kind of guy. And the other thing is an unrealized gain. How can you tax something you did not yet acquire? That goes against any... Ex- economic principle on the planet only in a demented mind could you do something like that it's that, insane what do you got to say lee uh well yeah i don't know how they how they could do that but i do know in you know some countries they do have uh I, you know anybody who i guess pays attention there are some uh 
I guess, prominent Democrats that are supporting the idea of a wealth tax in this country. And, and there are you know countries in Europe that already have a wealth tax. So it's not like a, I mean, it may sound like a crazy idea, but it's not unprecedented that there are, you know, are other countries that are doing that. I'm not, I'm not endorsing that. I'm just, you know, just pointing out, but the unrealized, uh, uh, unrealized gains on income that you, I don't know how they would be able to enforce that. Okay. That's good. Okay. I just thought it might have been me. Okay, thanks, man. All right, thanks, Steve. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. You know, they're going to tax taxes soon, right? When's that going to happen? Well, we're, we're, well, right, isn't that where the Tea Party came from? Taxed enough already? That was the, uh, that. Yeah, but people don't know history, so it's a mute point. (laughs) Like you just got mute. Hey, all roads lead back to God. Uh, thank you, Lee Mar- Marandino. How can they get a hold of you real quick? Uh, it's uh, oh, uh, 610-559-5106. All roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. Listen on your free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts.